the wine show begin. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Butler's, Butler's podcast. podcast. What are we going to talk about this week, Cassie Gould? Today we are going to talk about the Malbec grape variety. Okay, so Malbec is a grape variety, it's a plant, it's not a wine. Lots of different wines happen to be made from the grape of Malbec. So, Henry Butler, where did Malbec originate from? Well, I thought it was in the southwest of France, the Bordeaux area. You came up with another little fact today uh, when you were doing your preparation. I never prepare, obviously. So what are you I going suggested to say? that it was originally from Burgundy in France. Okay, could be, couldn't it? It could well be. But it, it, it became um, mostly used as a blending grape in the Bordeaux wines, um, red Bordeaux wines. And um, 100% Malbec was used in a region called Cahors, which is in the Lot Valley, which is in sort of south, southwest France. Lovely place to go to. Um, but they're very different wines to the wines that we know from Argentina. So the Cahors wines and the Bordeaux wines had a bit of structure. They had high tannin and quite a bit of acidity and less of the fruit. But in Cahors, there was frost. Well, in, in Bordeaux, there was a bad frost some years ago, wiped out a lot of the Malbec vines. Yes, in 1956. So we used to sell lots of old vintages and, and people, wines for people's birthdays and things. And if you were born in 1956, you were stuffed because there were only about three bottles made in total. So um, now that we, we sort of get... People are able to make wines in in most vintages, but then it, it sort of decimated all of the plants. And so, yes, um, it had a bit of a clear out then. And it's known by different names when it's in France, isn't it? Oh, you really like got your testing questions on, well, <laughs> like Cot, C-O-T, or Auxerrois, maybe. Yes, I think thinking? they're useful for people to know about because... If the wines aren't labelled as Malbec, you might not know. It's a very good point. And you see these wines labelled as such, yes, particularly in the Loire Valley, which is about as far north as you could probably risk growing this because it has a thick skin, the Malbec, and needs quite plenty of sunlight to ripen it. So why do you think it's so popular? Well, I think it's popular because it's grown over, well, across a lot of the world now. So many countries are growing Malbec and they produce different styles, but they're fairly consistent wines and they range in pr uh, price ranges. So you can get a very cost effective Malbec or you can get very top end, which aren't huge money either. Yes. And they seem to have aging potential as well. So wherever they come from, you, they seem to have enough structure to be able to age them like the French styles. I was thinking about this in the shower, as you do. <laughs> Picture that, if you will. Um, I think that Argentinian Malbec, which is the, the, probably the ones that most people buy and most people know about, became popular because at one point, Argentina wasn't really exporting a lot of wine to other countries. They were, were consuming a lot within their own country, and the wines were a little bit more rustic then because they were just appealing to the local market. But then... Once they started to expand and started to export wines, maybe they sort of saw Malbec as, the, as a wine that was potentially popular around the world and started introducing it to other countries. So maybe this boom of Malbec wines is because something simple, that it was just more readily available at a certain point in history. Well, right. the French introduced Malbec to Argentina in the 1800s, <laughs> so they've had it there for quite a while. You're like a Malbec scholar. <laughs> Yes, they have, but they, they, 
Argentina as a country didn't have access to other countries in terms of exporting or didn't show um, a keenness to, to export to other countries until much later, much you know, into the late 1900s. So, um, so moving on to Argentina and these Malbecs, yes. because it seems to be like a national grape variety now for Argentina because it grows so well. Yes. And they produce it all over the country. Yes, so their Mendoza is the, probably the most famous place that it comes from, but there are lots of little sub-regions like um, Uco Valley, Luan de Cuyo, Which Salta. are the sort of top two. Yeah, they are, For the yes. most highly regarded Malbecs. So they get plenty of sun in Argentina. It's always dry, always very sunny, long sun hours, but the, the vineyards are at very high altitude. So you get nice ripening in the daytime, cool temperatures at night, preserving the freshness and the vibrancy. So lots of Malbecs are very fruity, um, very easy to drink, especially at the lower price end. I find that quite interesting. We get customers coming in a lot of the time asking for Malbec, mm-hmm. and they seem to think that it's going to be a massively big, huge structure, sort of tannic, yeah, big and ballsy red wine, which I think possibly refers to some of the more older-fashioned French styles, whereas Argentina, for example, they definitely produce a much fruitier, softer, approachable style of Malbec. Yeah, they're very easy drinking. That's why you see them on the little pub wine list, because you can drink it by the glass. It doesn't need food with it. And I wouldn't say that they're particularly huge wines. No, I, a, I wouldn't either. And for me, um, throwing it out there, I don't think they're particularly interesting either. But Some they of are them are. Very, I think they're better when you can find ones where Malbec is blended with Syrah or Cabernet or Merlot or whatever, I think it adds a little bit more complexity to the wine. But going back to Argentina, you know, the, the more robust style Malbecs, it's, it's a country that eats a lot of beef, which uh, likes a big red wine to accompany it. So some of the more structured, more sort of pricey um, Malbecs, that are a bit more intense and concentrated, that's a perfect match. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, was just thinking, I was just thinking. Jeez, <laughs> you're distracted by the garden tiger cat that keeps walking past our, <laughs> our window here. No, I was thinking we probably have something like 20 to 30 single variety Malbecs in the shops and we sell a lot of them and we import Malbec direct from Argentina by the pallet load. Yes. So we're shipping huge volumes, which, I mean, we'd sell some to restaurants and wholesale accounts, but a lot of it we just sell through retail. Yes, it's a safe, it's a safe dart, isn't it? That You know, the, the, most restaurant wine lists want to show Malbec because they know that if people see it on a, on a restaurant li- list, they will order it. It's a safe it. option, I it's think, It's a safe people. thing that, that people know, have an opinion about, and it, on a wine list where they might not recognise other things, then they probably know they're going to be safe with... with um, Malbec, so they they range from the soft and fruity, like Sotano, but it has a has a um, bit of finesse about it, I think. Whereas Caican Ultra we've got is a big ballsy sort of chocolatey beast. Um, nice. Pilenta is a bit more elegant, has some finesse, layers of flavour, and that um, Guentota AR thing from Luan de Cuyo. That's really good, isn't it? That's, That's a bit good. more That's expensive. That's 2012 vintage now, so it's got a bit of bottle age on it. A bit more savoury flavour. Yeah, a bit through, more so structure, a bit of tobacco and chocolate and all that business. But I'm guessing your favourite, Cascade, you, you is isn't from say. Argentina, no, is it? No, it's not. It's from your special boyfriend. It's from, it's from my special friend called Peter Walser in South Africa. He makes a really small amount of a Malbec called Jar Brew. Uh, which I think is amazing. And it's something to try if you think you've tried every Malbec 
and you're looking for a surprise, you will be surprised. It doesn't taste like any other Malbec you will have tried. I'm certain of it. It's got it's, a picture of your mouth on the front of it. Yes, it has. Because and Malbec means crazy mouth. And is that the one you're going to be serving when you and Peter finally get married to each oh, other? Oh, really? He's <laughs> <laughs> my friend. Couple. Really? So what do, what do, how are we going to round this up then with Malbec? Is it something, is a grape that people should investigate? People seem to be investigating it all the time. It's just interesting why it's been so popular, especially the last couple of years. And last year had a massive boom, it seemed. And this year, it's just carried on. So it's like a, a wine that we can buy and sell without really thinking too much about it. So it's just, I was interested in why it's so popular I which i think has got to do with the style of it and the fact that it's approachable different price points and it's grown all around the world yes i think and i think possibly people should go back to where it came from or where it sort of first found popularity which is in Cahors and in bordeaux and and retry these wines because especially Cahors, it's it's got a, it's a leaner style Quite a bit more tannin, but they're very fruit. What? What? Very food friendly um, because they had have that structure and that grip. So anything rich or anything high in protein, they sort of. Yeah, uh, and I think basically it's just worth investigating the different styles and possibly some of the blends, and also looking outside of Argentina some of the time Mm. and just try try different countries and different styles, and definitely try the jar brew. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) In hope for a wedding invite. Well, to shut, up. Although, <laughs> shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Although we can only get a small amount of it because it's so limited because it's so good. Yes, but we have some. Okay, that's <laughs> it for now. Hope, okay. to, hope you can join <laughs> enjoy in. Enjoy your Malbecs. Yeah, enjoy your Malbecs. Thanks. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Thanks for listening. See you later tomorrow. Bye-bye.